This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. That's right. Let's get to it. Hour two on the block for your Tuesday. Congrats to Howard, who ended up winning uh, the trivia question. He got two tickets to the Salt Dogs uh, tomorrow night, Thursday's game. Uh, We'll have another chance to win a couple pair of tickets coming up here in just a sec. Uh, The trivia question, the first one, was how many assists per game did Nick Van Exel with the Nuggets? Tricky, one more time, your guess? 9.4. A very good guess. It's under, but just barely. Nick Van Exel, 8.4 assists per game as a Denver Nugget. I was close. You were. Um, Let's give those next two tickets away right now. Another over-under. These are for Friday's game. Okay. Same deal. Two tickets and a parking pass for Friday's Sling and Salt Dogs game. The trivia question for you, Strick. How many career points did Alex English score in the NBA? In the NBA. In the NBA. How many career points? How many does uh, LeBron have? Let me look up the all-time list. Alex English was a certified bucket. I will say that much. Many points. I Let's believe that. See. I just want to know. LeBron he has 30,000? 30, is at... Is it 32,000 or something? What is it? Why is this not... Oh, why did, why did it pull up the playoffs? What's going on here? Uh, 38,652 okay. for Braun. Alex English, 22,430. 22,430 is the answer that Strick gives. Over under, text line, two tickets to Friday's Lincoln Salt Dogs game. First person in with the correct answer wins. Okay, uh, we have our winner. Uh, texter uh, 1337, send your name in. Uh, we'll put your name on the envelope for the tickets. Strick, again, a fantastic, fantastic guess. You said 22-430. He ends up at 21645. Ha-ha, <laughs> Strick, I'm kind of in the range, doggone it. I'm right throwing there. darts. I'm not hitting yeah. the bullseye, but I'm playing with that thing right around it. Gosh darn it. Mm. You're making it tough on the text line, which is good, because we had one, two, three, four, five other people text in over. Mm-hmm. So, again, fantastic guest. Uh, guess way to go. Um, bottom of the hour, we'll talk some Husker football with Steve Sipple, but we're sticking with the NBA for now because Strick, LeBron James made some news last night. Yeah, he sure did. He says this at the end of a long answer. Just personally, with me moving forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. A lot of people interpreted that as LeBron is contemplating retirement. Mm-hmm. Do you look at that quote the same way? Well, let me just say let me let me say it like this. After you have gone through a roller coaster ride of emotions, the way you started out, the team looks 
dramatically different than it does when you start it. You lose three games after you didn't fought your tail off one through playoff the playoff tournament, and then you've dealt with the emotions of becoming the all-time scoring uh, leader in the NBA history. You've had the ups and downs of players being in the trenches with you, not in the trenches. Uh, you're dealing with the emotions and, and all of the backlash or, 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 you know, people, the debates and the detractions. And you get to the end and it doesn't work out because you fight as, you know, uh, a great coach. And some of you may know this name. I'm not going to say the name. I'm just going to say the quote. You play to win the game. So you're playing not just only to win, but you're playing for championships. I mean, that, that once you get to a point where you've become a champion, it, anything short of that is emotionally draining, especially after you've given your all. You're 40 years old, um, almost. Is he 40 yet? He's 38. 38. So you're mm-hmm. almost 40. But and, you're 20 in the NBA. Right, but you, it's like doggy years. It's like a lot. It, like playing in the NBA is like doggy years. Like your your body gets worn, and so especially I mean, as deep as his teams have gone in the postseason. Exactly for the for the for the longevity of his years. So then that that heavy weight weighs so heavy on you that at the end of it all, you you're exhausted. You're you're tired, and. He may not feel that way after he gets on a plane or a boat, him and his wife and family, and they go and just woosah and blow that thing out and, you know, relax his mind. And, I'm, and I venture to say that normally LeBron doesn't take a lot of time off. He, he'd probably get back in the weight room, in the gym, start working on things. Mm-hmm. I would venture to say that for a good month minimum, he probably does nothing. Nada. I mean, he doesn't want to look at a ball. I know, I know me, and I, I, I've only went to the conference finals, and I know me how after seasons, whether it's win or lose, mentally how drained I am. So I can only imagine Michael Jordans and Kobe's, the ones that you know, Paul Pierce's, the mm-hmm. you know, those guys that have to carry the burden of the team how heavy that weight is and how tired mentally they are drained because mm-hmm. you got to deal with media. You got to deal with social media. Now, you know, we didn't have social media to the, to the level that they have it now. So you got to deal with all those issues. I can understand why he would say that. Um, it could be, you know, he likes to play games, you know, let, let's just be real. He likes to play games mm-hmm. The you know, you can go back and look at the, the ESPN what, what, when he went to Miami. I'm oh, taking the decision. My, the decision. Mm-hmm. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Mm-hmm. So he he kind of likes to play with those types of games. He's still the most powerful person in the NBA. So yeah. So I could even imagine that there could be some leverage. Um, he probably lost some leverage because of what happened with um, Russell Westbrook and. Right. Other teams now starting to trickle down that this team got blown up because you wanted this, you dealt with, you know. It's like he's starting to get that reputation. And so when you get that reputation, 
after the, the after what the Lakers have been the last few years, he's probably lost some leverage. But what they've done this year and what he did in the last game, it's a good opportunity to play on leverage. It really is. It really is. Because think about LeBron going to L.A. and the guys he tried to bring along with him. Right. Tried to get Chris Paul. Did get Russell Westbrook. Talked about bringing Melo along. That sort of thing. And got AD there. Yeah. And that's where I want to go next, Strick. If I'm Can LeBron. I, before yeah, you please. go to that next, Kyrie Irving is, is allegedly bought a house or a mansion in L.A. Mm-hmm. And your boy, rumored, these are all alleged, are rumored, uh, uh, Draymond Green is rumored to be meeting with the Lakers mm-hmm. within the next week. Those are rumors. I don't know. But nonetheless, there's there's those things going on. So there, there's decisions that need to be made, which LeBron wants to be a part of that decision-making process, and mm-hmm. this is a great way to leverage it in that. Go ahead. It's that leverage to get a star that I think LeBron is being a little cryptic here. Yeah. Because I saw someone say on Twitter that LeBron shouldn't have to be the Lakers' best player at age 38. Right, that's why you go get an Anthony Davis to to take over in those moments, to be that unicorn that can step out and shoot a couple threes, but can you know still take Jokic in the post, that right. can you know defend the rim and be a defensive anchor. Well, Anthony Davis wasn't that consistently for the Lakers. He's not living up to you know those expectations that people think he can be. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's his fault. Maybe it's not. But regardless, Anthony Davis didn't play at his apex all postseason long. Facts. LeBron. It was like a roller coaster. It was. Exactly. It really was. Mm-hmm. You know how a roller coaster goes up? You have those games. Yeah, the ups. and That was him. Mm-hmm. You're right. LeBron played 23 minutes and 56 seconds in the first half. Mm-hmm. Went to the locker room with four seconds to go. Played the whole second half. At age 38. Mm-hmm. After a couple long series to begin with. And the ankles. And the ankle. That's where but, I was going to. Yeah. Go ahead. The ankle and the foot. LeBron hasn't had a lot of major offseason surgeries. He might need that this year. Yeah. You no, know, that goes into that. bone spurs, and bone spurs are whew, yeah. painful. They're very painful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, couple AD not living up to his potential. Couple the bone spurs, foot, ankle, wherever that is. What, 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 what do you mean by potential? Because I, I, I want to I I dig in that. It, because defensively, I think AD played probably better than I've seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. What, what do you mean? Is it more offensive? More offensive. Okay. To okay. Be, to take I just want to be clear of, on that. Yes, to take some of that load off of right. LeBron, too. Right. To be a top 15, top 20 player offensively and defensively yeah. in the league. I'm not saying in terms of necessarily scoring points per game. Obviously, that'll go along with it. Mm-hmm. But... You know, to be an offensive rebounder, to be a fulcrum, to make some plays, hit your spot up threes. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. take smart ones, be there for post ups and lobs and all that. Couple all that together with Carmelo Anthony's retirement. Remember, Melo and LeBron came into uh, the draft the same year. You know, they both were a part of that 2003 draft class. Mm-hmm. One of his best friends, LeBron. Um, you know, maybe sees uh, Carmelo retiring. He's like. Hmm. Interesting. That's a guy that's been doing it for a while as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still don't think LeBron is retiring, though. I don't either. I think he still does want to play with his son. I agree. To me, That's another leverage play. It is. Go ahead. Big time. To mm-hmm. me, this is where we got with Tom Brady a few years before. Mm-hmm. He wins the Super Bowl. Is he going to go out on top? We right. hear Tom Brady start alluding to retirement more mm-hmm. than we ever had before, mm-hmm. but he never actually pulled the trigger until he finally did a few years down the road. Austin, 
you know it's got to be something because of the fact that he could make more money sitting in a booth for a few hours, don't have to deal with all the scrutiny, all the 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 meetings, all of the film work, all the you, I mean, you got to do film work. You got to do some study. You know, you do. But, I mean, not to the level that you would as a quarterback of a major NFL franchise, mm-hmm. right? So, Tom Brady is something about him that loves it that would say, I would much rather be on the field or in the trenches with my guys than to be in the booth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I I – because I, it blows my mind. Like, I – I'm like, wow. I mean, that that's that's a lot. That that's a lot of sack mm-hmm. to basically defer that continually when this this organization wants you like that. So yeah. Anyway, um, I, I agree, man. I think there's something to it. I think it's something about leverage. I think it's something beyond that. I think he's pulling to 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 be able to get those options again to make those type of decisions as to who comes. But listen, they've got bigger. They've got big. They've got to think about Austin Reeves. Or you've got to and, think and about your next step. saying that before the year. They have to think about Austin That's Reeves. crazy, right? <laughs> no, it, it's, 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 it's it true. blows my mind. Like, you, you think about it. They're in a phase to where this next decision that they can make could determine the next four to five years of what happens in L.A. Mm-hmm. We know he's not staying beyond two. I don't think. Unless I don't think he, I don't, they pivot and get Bronny somehow. Something, I mean, I yes, but in the at the well, Bronny's got to live up to that himself. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm looking at it and I'm saying you've got two, maybe three, maybe he's exhausted as much as he gave, which is his best of best effort. It wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Denver's not; they're not changing. They'll be back. Mm-hmm. Teams got better, mm-hmm. so. You're going to still have to run the gauntlet, and you barely got out this year. What else are you going to do? Your best guy is there, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, you. Even if you add a couple more, yes, you could probably get – but what what's it really going to do? Are you going to be able to surround yourself? Are you still going to have depth going to still be an issue? Can you still rely on those guys that are coming there? They're old just like you are. Uh, you know, there's so many mm-hmm. things that are that could affect and determine what happens with this franchise. And if you monetarily go all in, you could be risking what's going on with the franchise for the next four to five years. So this is a decision they've got to make. Do I get younger now? Mm-hmm. or Because we, we weren't good enough. No. We got here, but we weren't good enough. Maybe if we had a couple of pieces, maybe we get there. But if not... Mm-hmm. What, what do we do to a franchise? And the Lakers never really got blitzed against the Nuggets. They were close. They were in the games. Yeah. But you could just tell the role players needed to do more. Yeah. LeBron you know, needed to dig a little bit deeper, which he sure did in the first half of mm-hmm. last night's game. What, 31 points on 11-14 mm-hmm. to 14 in the first half? Actually hit some threes for mm-hmm. once. That tells you LeBron still has it. Right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to go anywhere. The issue is he shouldn't have to expend that effort in the regular season. Right. And they can't be a low seed in the playoffs. You know, right. fighting against home court advantage, you know, trying to Throughout. pull an upset. Yeah. To me, LeBron yeah. is at the stage where he needs a regular season star to bring them along, get them home court in the first, maybe second round, and then LeBron can turn it on conference semis, conference finals, see where that takes you. Yeah, I, I, w- I would agree with that. Um, they've, they've got a lot of holes to fill. DeAngelo Russell's he's, he's politicking. Uh, <laughs> I put out a tweet <laughs> – I put out a tweet yesterday uh, on Eastrick 20, my Twitter, 
and uh, or I did it this morning. I actually did it this morning, and it was um, I, I think they call him Beetlejuice. I can't remember what his name is, but the, they've got him standing in in uh, the locker room of like the lake where the Lakers shirt number one on it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, I "Ain't doing nothing." <laughs> I'm just, and it was D'Angelo. Like everybody's wondering, like, what D'Angelo Russell? Nothing. He ain't did nothing. And uh, but they've they've got to do something because we're not just talking about Austin Reeves. We're talking about do you believe in Lonnie Walker? Mm-hmm. Are you going to bring Malik Beasley back? Vanderbilt. Do is Vanderbilt uh, uh, a piece? Mobamba. Mobamba. You've got Rui. a whole Rui. You've got a whole bunch of decisions to make, mm-hmm. and I I actually think. I was actually impressed with Rory, and I think he's going to be a good player for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could be a good 2-3, not 2-3 position, but a 2-3 option. Right. Like, if he if he's really given the opportunity. Um, Malik Beasley, has got a, he's got a fireball on him as far as shooting, but he's, he's limited strictly to that. I mean, mm-hmm. outside of that, there's some liabilities. Um, but if you bring in Kyrie – now, I, I, I can see that fitting because LeBron – with Austin, but then that takes Austin out. So then you've got to make a decision. You got to pretty much either package or leave him. Mm-hmm. But right now, there's there's no package to be done because there's no guarantee that he signs with Dallas to be packaged. So ah, it's crazy, man. It's it's a lot going on. There's a lot up in the air for the Lakers, who we've seen go down the rebuilding road before when they draft Julius Randle or sign Julius Randle. They draft Russell. Yeah. Uh, they draft Brandon Ingram. The one thing I want to talk about for the Lakers uh, before we move off that for a second is the difference in attitude between some guys. At exit interviews today, D'Angelo Russell says his second stint in Los Angeles went better than he could have imagined. Nothing was wrong except for the shots didn't go in when he wanted them to. Okay. <laughs> LeBron then pulls the, the flip side of the Giannis card. Giannis says, oh, if we don't compete for a championship every year, does that mean every year is a failure? No, we learned, we grew. It's, it was someone else's year. We have to work to be better next year. LeBron says, at this point in my career, it's a failure. Not just because we got swept, but because I've been to the conference finals. This is nothing. It's finals or bust for me. And I think both Giannis and LeBron can be right. Giannis is young enough where he can still learn, still grow, have years in his prime. But for LeBron, doesn't it have to be about title contention from yeah. here on out? Yeah. Exactly, I mean you gotta. He's chasing legacy too. Now mm-hmm. he's chasing an overwhelming decision on the um, the debate, mm-hmm. right? Only championships really kind of take. It's not a longevity contest. It's about who did the most in their peak. I think. I I think it ultimately comes down to who did the most in their peak. And got the most out of their peak. Mm. Um, you can debate because you can throw other stuff in. It's objection. It's it's, it's it's objectionable when you throw in other things like, yeah, um, you're the best player on the planet at this time in your peak, and you take them to the conference finals, but in the weakest of weak divisions. I mean. I mean, team, teams were getting to the freaking, freaking playoffs in the East during that those Cleveland, some of those Cle- early Cleveland runs, with dang near under fourteen, uh, under under five hundred records, mm-hmm. uh, or at five hundred. Like the West was kill. Like whenever the West went on a freaking East road trip, 
they would be beating the brakes off. I mean, it, it would be like, oh, yeah, we coming out here to collect. Like, like you know, like a, a mafioso dude, they, like, we coming out here to collect. Like, we coming to the East collect. That's how it was. So, so I, I, those are debatable. Then you got to look at, yeah, so when you face the best at those, you came up short. Now, you, you can debate MJ, but let's just be real. At his peak, against the best of the best, there were a lot of NBA guys – that should have had a championship that did not. And that's to include three, I think three occasions for the freaking Utah Jazz who yeah. had freaking elite uh, top tier players in mm-hmm. their, in their team. Mm-hmm. You got to look at them. Then you've, you know, you've got to look at, um, you know, Houston was on the downslide then. But they got a couple when Mike retired for those two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got those, those couple in their peak years. Mm-hmm. So you've you you've got you've you you've got that in the in 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 the uh, in the mix, mm-hmm. but at his peak, man, could nobody could nobody touch him, bro? Mm-mm. Nobody. Not Reggie. Not Isaiah. Not Stockton alone. Uh, no not, one like not that. Not the Knicks. Not the Knicks. The strong Knicks, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's just nobody. Barkley. Right. You know, at the the way that they had the best. I think they even might have had that year. Maybe close to the best record in the in the league the the, the year that mm-hmm. they lost Phoenix. to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Lakers couldn't do it even with Magic and <sighs> let's go. Here's my my next question on this whole LeBron thing. Neither you or I think he's retiring. The NBA I don't think is ready for LeBron to retire. Who's the face of the league? Facts. Who takes over? I know you have one Minyama coming in, but he's 19. Again, for him to live up no. to what LeBron did and take over, that's not going to happen no. year one. No. Jason Tatum, no. Not there. Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's going forward. Yeah. Plain and simple it is. <laughs> the NBA is going forward. The NBA, I don't know if they're ready for LeBron to retire yeah. because of the American market. I, I, they, they're not prepared for it. Like they would, It would be um, shock in New York. Like, oh, shoot, what are we going to do? Who are we going to yeah. do? They were trying to slow transition it, like they've had the opportunity to do over the years. David Stern, I, I, I think where they messed up, where David Stern and the crew messed up, is it shifted. When he turned it over to Adam Silver, Silver, it began to shift from team-dominated rivalries to individual um, name branding. Mm-hmm. That that gave all the that gave. Pretty much all the power to the players. We call it the player freedom era. Yeah. Or player empowerment era. Yeah. That's where they messed up. Because cause now you're trying to recreate this again, but there's really, you know, they're trying to do it. They're trying. I, I, I'm trying to think of even, like, they're trying to do it. Like, that's why they were hoping Celtics, Lakers. Like, they, they were trying to figure out, find a way to revamp it. You know, Golden State now is the wealthiest franchise like if you invested in Golden State back in the day, they were horrible. So like it was, it was that was outside of t- run TMC. That was they had wilt for a stretch. Yeah, but but outside, man, it was we going to Oakland to kick it. Like we going into we ain't even really got to just we we can show up just throw the you know eight nine ten guys in. That's how even and we were bad. <laughs> and we felt like going into Oakland. We Don Nelson. We Don Nelson. We would land in Oakland. Don would go to the bar. Like Don Nelson would get off the plane. We would drive because on the way to the hotel, we would drive by his favorite bar because he coached there. We would drive by his favorite bar. Don would stop the bus and say, 
all right, I'll see y'all in the morning. He would go straight into the bar and we would just come in for like a little film work and go, go over and do shoot around. Like the night, whenever we played in Golden State, the night was on. Just whatever it was going to be. Wow. Yeah. And we would win every yeah. time. That's how Golden State used to be. Mm-hmm. Are they headed there again? We'll have to wait and see. Ooh. With all the money that's invested, those yeah. contracts come due eventually. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hit. Uh, again, I think, I think a wise thing to do, if they can pull it off, I don't know if Draymond will go for it because he's still got a year on his on his contract. Or if he chooses to. If they can figure out a way to get Giannis and package Clay, the older seed, mm-hmm. to them. Because for Milwaukee, for them, it's going to be, if we can't appease Giannis, how much capital can we get? Mm-hmm. Because kind of like them, what happened with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you, yeah. How much can we get? That's that. That's what a small market team that just feels that there's no place else to go. And and, and for whatever reason, it sounds like Giannis isn't happy. Even though there's a new coach coming in, even though Bud got fired, yeah. to to lose to the Heat the way they did, not great. So that's definitely stuff to monitor. Let's uh, take a pause right now. We'll talk some Husker football uh, with Steve Sipple. Any more thoughts on LeBron's retirement? Keep them coming in. We'll get to those in the crossover. I believe Kenny and Jay are in. So again, keep those coming. We'll get back to that in about 20 minutes. But next, Steve Sipple of Early Break with Sip and Jake joins us after this. 